It's the place you go when you finish your show Where your two best friends, our names are Max and Ben We're self-proclaimed television experts It's Reality Alert Ben, pick a number between one and a thousand I'm gonna go for twenty Ben, a lot of people have picked that number. Can you please try another one? All right, dude. 69, man. Uh, Okay. Okay. What is your greatest accomplishment? For 20, dude. (laughs) Wow. You are my greatest accomplishment. Yeah. I'm going to have to ask exclusively your father for permission. <laughs> yeah, good luck. To marry you. <laughs> Hopefully that's not too big of a roadblock for me. It's, you know, all all it takes is one knock on a door. That's all you got to do. Ben, anytime you want to leave this podcast, let me know. Anytime, oh, great. I'll see you. Wanna... I'll see you. We'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, guys, let's just get it. <laughs> anytime you want to end this podcast, early, I had no idea that was an option for yeah, me. Yeah, anytime you want to end this, this is podcast, this is I'm free. Anytime I'm free. you end this podcast early, go on another uh, six month hiatus. I'm down. Just let let's me do know. it. I'm free. <laughs> let's just get the fuck out of here. What are we doing? Because they know? dropped six episodes, and that's too much for one week. That's like an episode. It's too many. They're, you know what? They're trying very hard to end this podcast, and we say no. We say no. We rise from the ashes we like a always, phoenix. We are always back, baby. Nobody can stop us. <laughs> <laughs> With Shane in our souls and Nancy in our veins, we are always here, you know? Yes. Yes. We are getting Liddy Titty, baby. Liddy Titty. Yes. Speaking of which, did you get the, uh, you got the wine, right? You got the Love is Wine. I do have Love is Wine. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a, it is 1030 a.m. here in uh, sunny do Los Angeles. <laughs> do it. In sunny do Los Angeles. <laughs> sunny, I, I have moved to sunny Los Angeles yeah. for all you, you nosy listeners out there. Uh, yeah. No, happy to share. Go to Venice Beach, drink in public. Yes, That's what they do there. So we will be testing that on the podcast <laughs> in the future. The Love Is Wine oh, from yeah. Cupcake Vineyards, as as shown on the show, a lovely Chardonnay. Well, I don't know if it's yeah. lovely. I'll have to let you know. You got to chug the whole thing at once. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That's the only way to test wine. It's the only way. Yes. <laughs> Well, yes, this is, for those of you new, this is Reality Alert Podcast. I'm Max Geyser. Uh, this is Ben Overzet. We are the big rascals. We're going to be recapping each and every episode here. Uh, well, sometimes two episodes at once. You can check us out on Instagram at Reality Alert Podcast. And you should also subscribe to our Patreon, which is back at patreon.com slash reality alert where you get a bonus episode each week where we go through the hottest episodes of the week the best sound bites and all the social media from the love is blind universe isn't that right ben yeah give us your money 
Yeah, we need your money. Otherwise, we're just going to leave because we didn't know we had that option until Matthew showed us the light. Yeah, I'm I'm really considering it heavily now. So, <laughs> and he's a wealth advisor, so he I know follow his ways. He can he can lead us to the money. That's right. Good wealth is good health. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he said say. that a few times. <laughs> I love that guy. That's right. So, what did you think about this ep so far? I thought it was good. Uh, I'm obviously it gets real spicy at the end, yeah, uh, and and it gives gives us some legs here to go off of. But I'm also worried that this might mean that we might not get Matt going forward. We'll see. But there's there's some good characters in here, similar storylines, you know. Oh, I was married before this, or I have a kid. I have a secret like love this. child. Yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So, yeah, we're seeing a little more of the same, but I'm seeing some potential for this season. Yeah. I was not feeling it until the end. I was feeling like we have some very wooden characters, all not from North Carolina, where this is supposed to be set. A lot of people yeah. from Los Angeles, I, I don't know, Boston. Yeah, what the hell? What? <laughs> No one's from North Carolina. What is going on? They didn't find a woman named Charlotte. <laughs> I know. Come season? on. I don't understand. So, uh, and I like Jimmy, Johnny. How many J.E. names do we have of these boring dudes with no fucking personality? Come on. They didn't cast any of the Mr. Beast guys. They <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're right there. They're right there in North Carolina. Look, come on. Like, like where are Carl? Where's Carl? <laughs> But come on, where are Shane's? Where are Cole's? Where are fun personalities? No one here is like fun or funny. Not really. No. Who do we have? Trevor? What's his personality? I'm mostly and I have a dog. Oh, I, have a dog. <laughs> I have a dog with a weird human name. Like, what's the fucking problem? These guys are so boring. They're pretty boring. Uh, I do feel Clay like... is okay. Clay, Clay is okay. I feel He's like all right. Every guy on this season read a pickup artist book. That is the vibe that I'm. Yeah, having. yeah. And it, and they're not very they good. They cast at, extra at sleazy it. this year. Yeah. Yes, but Clay was like so obvious even before he said like the looks thing. I was like, yes. he's doing like every trick in the book. Like like she even knows it. We know it. Like come on, come on. Yep. But I loved it. I was just waiting for him to drop the shake of like, you know, could I put you on my shoulder? I know. I really hope that I really hope that she turns out settling for him being like, you know what? Matthew really sketches me out, but I still want to be on the show. So this is what I look like. And he's like, I think you could really turn me on as my wife. You know, it definitely seems like AD is the primary character. Uh, whereas Matthew, I don't know if we're going to keep getting him going forward. Please. Yeah, I don't know. Well, here is what, uh, you know, we're just going to talk about this scene a little bit right now because it's what, what's hot. You know, this is really the very exciting thing about it. When they start out that scene at the end of the show, like the morning where her and Amber are talking, the scene opens with a shot of a journal that says AD on it. Mm. So I feel like it's meant to have ambiguity by the way guys we're just recapping episode one and we haven't seen episode two so we don't know what happens i think it is she, she it, it might have something to do with did amber read her journal <gasps> like she left her journal out 
Oh, I didn't even think about that. Naughty, yes. naughty. It's a very clear She should have put a lock on that diary. Oh. Yeah, she just left her diary open, man. And you usually write like a curse at the beginning of like all yeah. who open this shall yeah. be cursed forever. You yeah. gotta go chamber of secrets on their ass, man. Like you gotta oh fucking, God. come on. Wow. I didn't even think about that, Max. That's a good catch. And I If think- that is the case, then how fucking sinister is this other Amber like <laughs> oh, she's just like tank amber from the first season you know yeah, like rude. we have another psycho amber on our hands <laughs> running and it makes sense because her and amber have been very icy towards each other and i think ad is suspicious of it because she's not like he said yeah. the same thing to me she's like hmm well they're being cryptic my yeah uh, for the most part they've been cryptic until that one part where amber finally says that and then it's like did ad leave that journal out as a test Mm. Mm. ever think about that ben i think you just gotta ask matthew right away catch him off guard no 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 he's too smart you gotta play it safe okay (laughs) he'll he'll snake his way around it you gotta set a trap (laughs) maybe if she surveyed him maybe that would help maybe if she said pick a number between one and 15 (laughs) and then he's like number nine and he's and she's like uh did you say the exact same thing to amber that you did to me weird that was number nine very strange i'm just impressed they both got through his interview process if it's true you know he has a very rigid interview process oh yeah the stage you know resumes background checks credit score checks uh very impressive yeah you got to have good credit before you go on Love is Blind. You do. Ever you do. since ever since uh, the first season. Ever since the first season, everyone's like, I'm not accruing anyone's debt and make up credit cards. Poor Barnett. <laughs> literally, <laughs> poor, literally poor Barnett. You know, it's so rare for millennials to get a chance at buying a home. And he, he had sold. one and now it's gone and the chances are gone. He sold his home to pay off that credit card from Bloomies. You know, it's really yeah. impressive yeah. stuff. Then uh, I do want to say one more thing that I forget, guys. We have a very exciting thing here going on Ooh. at Reality Alert. We now have our own Reality Alert credit card. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is actually- <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! No, this is a real thing that we did. We now have the Reality Alert hotline where you can leave us a voicemail and you can ask us questions and we are going to answer them at either this on either next week's podcast or maybe on the Patreon, but you need to leave us a voicemail at 1-804-BAD-BOYS. That's 1-804-BAD-BOYS or 1-804-223-2697. This is not a joke. Call that number. You can leave us a voicemail. You should ask us any questions you have about the first six episodes. Leave us any hot takes you have. And if, you know, we really like them, we will play them on the air and answer them. Please call or DM us or anything. We would love to hear from you. Absolutely. That'd be so fun. One call us any time. We will totally pick up. We'll pick up the phone. <laughs> Yeah. You want us to sing your kids to bed? We'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the Love is Blind Orchestra to play for them. <laughs> We're really expanding our services here. Yes. <laughs> okay. 
Let's go to Love is Blind Season 6, Episode 1, Ben. Let's see. We see a bunch of people going. Bring me that higher love. love. Wow. Love is Blind Orchestra doing the covers, doing some Steve Winwood. Wow. kind of cool. That's so cool. Even Ben knew the song. It was crazy. (laughs) I've heard it before. Such a real song. I can't even play the sample of it. Um, These people, they want to be embraced for who they are in this experiment, you know? They say that the dating scene is extremely shallow. So they're going to a real place with deep connections like reality TV. Yeah. Where you get married after, you know, a couple of weeks. Yeah. So that you can make a lot of money on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Very Absolutely. real. Absolutely. And then if you they, make if you make a baby, you make even more money. That's very true, and you make Vanessa happy. Then then you can post graphics on your IG page that says like, "What does everyone think? Will it be a boy or will it be a girl?" There are way too many Love Is Blind babies right now. Honestly. I don't like it. There were none, and now there's way too many, and they're so annoying about it. I I can't deal. I can't deal with it. Ben. Then they spoil. The whole show. They spoil the whole show. So I had to cover my eyes and not watch. They like showed the couples that ended up together. Did you? Yeah, I did. I I must have missed that, I guess. I well, they kind of crop people out, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wasn't at the time. I didn't know exactly who. Each yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't like totally close my eyes. I was just like, I'm not really paying attention though. I don't want to know what happens. I don't want. No, know you had the cork married. board up and the yarn, and you. Were, yeah, I was. I was. I was like, I'm gonna figure this out. Yeah, you paused one minute in, and you knew yes. everything. But you know, Ben. Then we get the men and the women in their living quarters. It's about to go down. <laughs> it's about to go down. But something didn't go down, and it really upset me. I want yeah. to go through Nick Lachey's <sighs> entrances from some previous uh, times he introduced himself. Yep. You know, obviously the first time. I'm Nick Lachey, obviously. I'm obviously Nick Lachey. Then uh, last year's. I'm, of course, Nick Lachey. But then this year's. And I'm Nick Lachey. What the fuck is that? He's doing a soft rollout of the catchphrase. Th- this, he didn't do anything. And I'm Nick Lachey. It's like, I'm Ron Burgundy. Like, he's, he's like, he's like not even sure of who he is anymore. It's like, Nick Lachey yeah. has lost his personality. It's like, dude, you were obviously Nick Lachey. You need to own it. We know who you are. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe this is just that he's at a point in his life where he's questioning things. It's like questioning who he is. As Vanessa's stardom rises, you know, because people hate her so much and his falls, he's losing sight of who he is. Yeah. But I don't want to take away from the hatred that people have for Nick either. Yeah, people don't (laughs) like him either. (laughs) I mean, let's be fair here, you know. I love both of them. Yeah, but people hate her more because she's a woman, Ben. Don't right. That, well, okay? sure. Yes. Yes. Don't 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 forget that. <laughs> uh Trevor, uh, Trevor says that he is a big guy and doesn't want to be judged for working out so much. Ben, I want to propose something yeah. to Trevor. What if he just works out a little less? Has he ever thought about that? That's who he is. Oh, okay. It's in his muscles. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah like yeah. that's who is he without crunch fitness? <laughs> yeah. 
he has to go. Yeah. Uh, Jessica, uh, she's nervous about bringing up her daughter, Autumn. Do you think she named her daughter Autumn after watching uh, 500 Days of Summer and watching the end scene? Oh. Where, where Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I thought you were going to say The Fall or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah. After watching the movie The Fall. <laughs> yeah. no, you know, at the end of 500 Days of Summer, you know, he, he meets... Uh, he, he meets a woman named Autumn. Yeah, you know, I'm trying not to. I try not to think about that movie, dude. It was so twee. Oh, so mawkish and twee. <laughs> Changed my life. So manic pixie. Oh, I bet it was because of that movie. Why did you put that movie back in my brain? Why do I have to think, think about, about it now? Think about like it. it. She had like the kid it. when she was 18. Perfect target movie for 18-year-olds like that movie. Hey, it could be. It could I'm be. just saying. I'm just saying. I knew someone who had a kid when they were 16-year-olds once. When, when they were 16 once, their kid's name was Holden. She was like, yes, my kid is obvious. I obviously had my kid when I was 16. Catch her in the ride. Oh, I see. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, Holden Coffield, catch her in the ride. She's like, yeah, I obviously had my kid at 16. <laughs> At least she didn't choose one of the, at least she didn't choose like Lenny from Mice and Men. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She says that her kid, uh, Autumn, can't wait and has already picked up her dress for the wedding. She's like, mommy's going to come back with so much influencer money because I'm going to be on the show for four weeks no matter what. I'm getting me a TV husband. Yep. She's getting the TikTok channel ready. Yes. They're going to be big millionaires from that TikTok money. (laughs) Well, Ben. The pods are now open. Wow, not very in sync. Or shall I say not very 98 degrees. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Celebrity Big Brother, for that uh, clip. Uh, uh, we get a quick run of people. There's, there's a guy that doesn't do laundry, Ben. How silly is that? No, oh, boy. We have a lot of this shitty, rascal. a lot of sh- typical <laughs> shitty men on this season. <laughs> All the guys are terrible, <laughs> and the women are like, oh, well, "We're clearly settling because we're on Love Is Blind, so we'll just take what we can get." Sure, yeah. you're a pickup artist who doesn't do laundry, but. Does he I'm, just so does he just always perpetually have dirty clothes or is it like his yeah, mom he just lives in laundry? filth and he he just yeah. buys he just buy he just keeps buying clothes right yeah <laughs> he buys like Hanes right and then like with his his dishes when he's done with them he just throws them in the trash as like actual glass plates and then he goes and Bed Bath and Beyond yeah but he doesn't that. take out the trash he's a hoarder it's one of those things he, he wants <laughs> right. to get on that and it's intentional because he wants to get on that reality show too he's very smart he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's seen the Love is Blind apartments for men, so... Yeah, yeah you like the shittier, on. the more camera time you get. I have to top Cole. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a tough feat. Yeah, that's oh, a yes. tough feat. That was frightening. <laughs> uh, lots of talk about having children. How many things are going to come out of my vagina? How many things are going to come out of her vagina? You know? I don't know. We'll have to wait till the end of the show. We'll see. We'll see what That's Vegas cool. has the over-under at. Yeah, we, we're going to have to do a things out of her vagina count by the end of uh, the season. Yes. 
I'm all for that. Yes. Um, yeah, I think at this stage, people do talk about uh, a lot of intense things before the first date, even. I have a friend who is on dating apps. This sounds like it's me, but it's, it's not me. I'm in a relationship. <laughs> I, have, I have a friend who's single, and he's and he's on the, the dating apps, like Hinge and stuff. And I'm, and I'm like, I'm like, I talk about dating a lot on uh, my podcast. So, like, is it very, like, business-like? And he's like, yeah, people, like, get down to, like, the, the nitty-gritty, like, before we even go on dates. And, you know, I was like, I think that's, like, very intense because I think that there should be, like, a lot of, like, fun at the beginning of relationships and when you yeah. get down to like the yeah. brass tacks i mean it's a problem and he agreed with me he's like one of the first questions that people ask me even before we have a first date is like are you in therapy it's like the first question wow that they will ask him he's like it happens all the time it's like are you personal in for a pre-first date question a, a pre-first date question yeah and I'm yeah. like, I know we're reducing the stigma of mental health. And I think therapy is like a very important, you know, resource. Sure. But like, that's very personal to some people. Yeah. Like stuff like that. And then the, he people uh, tend to ask about like attachment theory a lot of the time. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's different when you're getting married in four weeks. But I think people do have these serious conversations, especially when they enter their 30s. Because especially on dating apps, they don't want to feel like they're wasting their time. Yeah. Yeah. If they're very serious wow. about it. That is, that's very foreign to me. <laughs> I, I've, I had never entered into that sphere of dating. And when I met my wife, it was in person. And so that's, that's something that's completely a foreign thing to me. Well, how old were you and met your wife too? 21. Yeah. I was 24. 423 when i met maria so like when we met our partners we did we weren't necessarily looking yeah for the person we wanted to marry or we didn't know yeah me neither or like if it didn't work out it wasn't like okay well we have time right i guess you're right the age difference would matter when you get a little older then you're starting to feel the heat a little bit of like i don't want to be single anymore yeah i want to try and find the right person but I do think that there is a balance between like knowing those things and being like, are you in therapy? <laughs> like, as a first yeah. thing. Cause I'm like, Whoa, okay. That would be a red flag for me. I'd be like, okay. Like, can yeah. we talk about like what we like to do for fun first? Can we find yeah. some joy in this conversation? No, I need to know your social out security number right now. I yeah, I know. <laughs> that like really shocked me i was like ask you if you're in therapy not really romantic is it because also there's <laughs> reasons that people aren't in therapy for some time and it's like yeah wait, if, if i'm not in therapy you won't date me like what if i was in therapy for a long time and i got better and i'm like on my own like you'll judge me it's very interesting that is super bizarre yeah yeah <laughs> I know. hey but hey if you have thoughts comments on it Call in. Call in to the hotline. We want to hear your thoughts on uh, yeah on asking personal questions before first date on apps. Yeah. Ben, yeah. you've been with Amy for since 2011, 13 years. Yes. And I've been yeah. with Maria for almost 10 years. So we've been out of the dating game for a long time, but we are geniuses and scholars. So you yeah. can't question our expertise, but you can give your uh, opinions. 
Yes. We might not respect them, though. Okay. <laughs> Trevor. Oh, we meet Trevor. He's 30. He's an account manager. We. He's a macho man. Yeah, he is. He wants a huge sex life. He assures Danielle he's not a nympho, but I'm not buying it. I'm getting big nympho energy. This guy's a freak. Oh, he's a freak. All right. He tells us he's judged on his muscles and his mullet. Well, I mean, you have a mullet. It is the first two things you see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's doing this experiment because he wants to see if people will see how good of a person he is. This makes me think he's going to turn right. out to be a bad person. He's probably, well, I mean, he's a man on Love is Blind. Yeah, you know, yeah, that was already <laughs> the first red flag. The second is whenever people are like, I'm such a good person. I'm like, okay, bad. The yeah. inverse is true. I will say the one really interesting and not at all boring thing about him was that he did mention that he likes a fresh cut lawn. <laughs> and... <laughs> As as you learned from a live that we did on Instagram the other night, I've been really into these lawn mowing videos on Instagram. It's the new craze. Yeah, thrilling. It's all stuff. the rage. No, his the, his five things together that he explained that made him happy were big red flags for me. Ben, Re the lawn mowing was a red flag. Uh, that was the only thing I believed. Okay, yeah, I liked that. I was you like, thought he was genuine because you thought he was boring. Yes, that He's... agreed. But uh, can, can, I was like, boring dude, this adds up, you know. I could <laughs> see him put, I could see his big muscles and like a tiny lawnmower, you know. <laughs> oh, you mean like he actually has like one of those little baby lawnmowers? One of the things. I think any lawnmower is a baby oh, okay. lawnmower to him, probably. Oh, you think he sits on one, but uh, well, I think it would be cool if he had a little baby lawnmower. Yeah, I think he's a little baby lawnmower. One that, like, rattles with the balls in it. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she asks, when he meets Ch Chelsea 30, flight attendant, uh, she asks for five things that make him smile. He says, dogs, a sunny day, butterflies, a good love movie, like The Notebook or A Walk to Remember, and a fresh cut lawn. My bullshit meter is off the charts see again i hate to go back to it again but the 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 dating profile type of thing that you have on an app that's what that sounds like to me what he's spitting out is like just recycled stuff from things he's seen on apps or that he's done on an app like a sunny day everybody likes a sunny day yeah uh, butterflies i refuse to except believe for, except for eeyore <laughs> he likes yes. a cloudy day i refuse to believe that he randomly was just like thinks about butterflies all of the time that makes him smile unless he's like specifically into butterflies if it was butterfly kisses then i'd understand yes also a good love movie like the notebook or a walk to remember those are movies that you cry to at the end of the notebook spoiler alert that, that movie's about alzheimer's isn't it 
Yeah, the two people die at the end together. Also, people are always like, I want a love story like The Notebook. The the Notebook is a terrible love story. The people take forever to be together. They have to endure all of this tragedy together. You do not want a love story like The Notebook. He's like, no, it's a happy story, Max. (laughs) They die. I wrote to you for 500 days and you didn't respond. It's like, yeah, you want to like write to somebody for a long time and they don't respond to you and there's like war and shit a, a walk to remember she fucking dies and has cancer yeah. like that that yeah. movie should not make you smile this guy's either a psycho yeah. or he's full of shit he's full of shit now, and if he said fever pitch then we'd be talking well, fever pitch is a great rom-com <laughs> i'm into that he says wearing the yankees hat yeah well, hey <laughs> hey <laughs> drew barrymore she can she can do anything drew drew oh my god <laughs> She's never done anything wrong in her life. Well, never it's a good thing. It, it's a good thing that Chelsea is much more interesting because she likes a sunset in a Coors Light. Uh, this stood out to me. Goes, did you hear how she said a good Coors Light? Good cold Coors Light. What is she doing? Cold Coors Light. No, but you hear the accent that she puts on. Do it. Good cold Coors Light. A good Coors Light. Coors Light. Is it it's a, that famous Carolina accent we know so much but about? But it doesn't sound southern. It's like a oh, no way she's from LA, isn't she? But it's like mm. a baby voice. Good cold cause light. Like white. Cause light. Good cause white. Are you doing a baby? A baby Boston? She's I don't know what the, she's doing. She's doing the Jessica from season one. That she's is what your baby. That's what I thought. Baby white. Easy easy. <laughs> Baby, my core is lighting a little bottle. Ah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? I'm glad, though, that a small company like Coors Light could get a shout out, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah getting the getting the shout out that they needed. Not 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 just Love is Wine by Cupcake yep. Vineyards. Thank goodness. Um, yeah, but you know, they're laughing. They're connecting because they're both boring and fake. Yeah. Fake and phony dating app bios and his dog's name is chelsea weird dog name weird dog name so not like my dog's name which is completely normal no your dog's name is normal it's millhouse is a cute dog name cute dog name a weird like like i have a dog's name okay max is the dog's name when people meet me they're always like oh my dog's name is max okay nobody i've I've heard ben too as dog's name nobody goes my dog's name is chelsea have you ever met a dog named chelsea I think he's no. making it up. He might be. Yeah. To to like as a connection factor. Yeah. Like like as an icebreaker sort of thing. He probably tells all the girls on Tinder that. Chelsea is also the name of my dog. My dog. His name Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea's the name of my dog. A bench press Chelsea. My dog. <laughs> it's the sunset we're watching. The notebook. I like love movies like Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> Awakenings. <laughs> Chelsea says she's so ready to be married. She's gone to Home Depot trying to meet a guy. She used to, she used to date guys and they just watched a football game going on behind her. She says it's nice to not have a distraction. Sounds like she's boring. Yeah. 
Well, you know, you go to Home Depot looking for guys. All you're going to find is a bunch of tools. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I got I haven't used the soundboard in a while. I can't find the the ba bump. The ba dump bump. There we go. Oh, we're good. Got a little late. Um, Happy New Year. We get Chelsea and Jimmy. 27 software sales. He says he's from Brownsman NC and she's from LA. So she doesn't live in North Carolina. Uh, she might, but but they should all be born and raised in North Carolina. They really should. No transplants. They I should want, all be Hornets fans. I want Hornets. I want Redneck Hicks, Ben. Yeah. Yep. I want, Is it Redneck Hicks in, in Charlotte? No. The people from the cities about Redneck Hicks. But I want Redneck Hicks that move to Charlotte. Oh, okay. Yes. I want or not, I want people from 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 I want farm boys and gals that milk cows and stuff like that. You know, yeah. we want we want deep south stereotypes. You want real Americans as well. I want real Americans <laughs> in North Carolina, which isn't even the deep south, yeah. you know? Yeah. Guys, it's gonna be hard this season because Charlotte is not a very interesting town to make fun of. Um, it's I, tough. We got the Hornets. We got Mr. Beast. Um, uh, what, what else do we got? I, I don't know. I got lunch with Alex Lake, who spent uh, a lot of his life in Charlotte. Alex Lake, Alex was on the Lake from Circle Season 1. Yes, yeah. he's a friend of ours. Um, and I asked him, you know, what can I make fun of about Charlotte? And he said, Max, here, you can use this. It's yours now. Take it. Oh. He said, what's the difference between Charlotte and yogurt? And I said, what? Oh. He says, yogurt has an active culture. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a really big shot at North Carolina. Yeah, That's a really big shot at Charlotte. Wow. The city of of things we know about it. Wow, there's that LA elitism for you. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. Jimmy is boring as rocks when he talks about himself. He's only good with He is pretty boring. He's only good when he's uh, been surprised by something. Yes. Uh, and doesn't know how to react. Yes. Uh, Jimmy uh, and Jessica, who's a 28-year-old executive assistant, she says she's a homebody, which is a uh, code word for uh, parent. You know, Jimmy's, Jimmy's <laughs> yeah. thrilling. He likes to go out to cocktail bars and be in bed by 9.30. So this is the kind of guy we need on reality TV, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's who we want to watch. <laughs> uh, they they feel good he about it. does each have other. the juice, though, Max. Jimmy does. Oh, Jimmy with the juice. Jimmy with the juice. Wait, that's a reference to something? <laughs> what are you talking about? Maybe. <laughs> Have you not seen that video? Oh, <laughs> is that the corn? Yeah, it's the corn okay. kid. <laughs> yeah, corn kid. <laughs> You got that from like a remix or something. Yeah, the remix song. <laughs> I'm glad you took the time to, <laughs> to grab that. Hours. Hours. Jimmy with the juice. Jimmy juice. 
can you imagine saying that guy has the juice? Like, what about him? What juice? What's juicy yeah. about Jimmy? Yeah, probably uh, some, probably some, uh, probably crystal light. My there's right? been nothing going on in North Carolina. Bottom of the barrel men there. Did you like my crystal light joke though? Oh, that's good. That was yeah, good. that's a shout at crystal light for anyone. Oh, dude, dude, I love crystal light. <laughs> I think we're having more uh, brands uh, featured. Than yeah, just blind. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll get a deal out of this. Yeah, uh, Jessica and Matthew. We get we meet Matthew, a thirty-six-year-old financial advisor. Uh, this is where we see his fifteen questions, where he asks people to pick a number. I um, love this. I love this system. Yeah, I like when he asked Jessica... Control your own fate sort of thing. I like yeah, that. I like when he asked Jessica what she excels in at relationships. She says loyalty, and then she asks, what about you? And he's like, I'm the one asking the questions. And then he walks away. Yeah. That was big bad power out. move. Huge power move. You could tell he's read all the big business books. <laughs> he's read He's read uh, Art of the Deal. You watch that VH1 show, Pickup Artist, with Mysterio, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get Matthew and Sarah Ann, and um, this is where she picks the number, and it's been picked too many times, and he doesn't like it. Matt can kiss my ass. Uh, oh, no, this is where he lives. He leaves mid-answer because she rambles on. Yeah. Matt doesn't have time to waste. He's finding a wifey. Yeah, sometimes I wish I could do that on this podcast. You know, <laughs> dude, I told you we can. Oh, you're talking about me. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, I'm telling you, we can leave whenever we want. We can just get out of here. Let's we can just escape. go. Let's, Let's just, just go. Get out of here, man. Uh, you know, but I just want you to know, Superman had a cold personality to start off to. He's Superman, man. He's Clark. He's Clark Kent. He's going to turn to Superman. Yeah. But Superman didn't really need a bubbling personality because, you know, he was fucking Superman. Yeah, are you so. saying Matthew's not? <laughs> Dude. He's more of a Clark Kent, if you ask me. Yeah, no, he really is. Um, he me Matthew finally meets A.D., he says he is typically riding four-wheelers or dirt bikes in his small country town. This was the first red flag for me because I think he's lying. Very different persona from what we're introduced to, at least. This is it it seems like when he starts talking to AD, it's like a complete 180, does it not, personality-wise? Yeah, I don't think this guy rides four-wheelers or dirt bikes. Maybe he does. I don't know. No. I don't know. No, he's a liar. It would be better if it was horses. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Um, he then opens up to being in therapy. He says the therapist was shocked. I'm guessing she told him not to go on the show because, you know, she knows that he's yeah. a sociopath and it's going to manipulate some women. It's going to be terrible. You know, she tries to get a restraining order, probably stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. We like to diagnose all of our contestants. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> bipolar yeah i think he has bpd i think he <laughs> <laughs> um 
he's a small town boy and she's a city girl from Boston. Take the midnight train going anywhere. Yeah, I know. Like it's a reverse, uh, uh, it's a reverse journey, but she's from Boston. She's not from North Carolina. What's happening. I don't know. Where's her accent. I know it's all lies. She wasn't coming in being like wicked fucking Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I parked my con. I parked my con Harvard Yard, and Ben Affleck and met Damon, and I went to Harvard and MIT. We wrote a we wrote a thing on a board, and a janitor solved it. How you not gonna fucking say that Brady's the fucking goat? <laughs> Why doesn't she talk like that? I why? Only people. I think she's Boston, a fraud. That's why. Yeah, that's what people from Boston exclusively sound like. Yeah, no, they don't sound any different than that. Ad says she's thirty-two, so people have a lot of opinions about who she's dating, like her mom and her friends. Like everyone keeps telling her to stop dating players and assholes. Like just because she's thirty-two, they're saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the second you turn 22, you got to start being serious, right? That's what it is. Uh, AD and Clay vibe, uh, except for the fact that Clay wants a cat and AD is afraid of them. So, but it's a very flirty uh, exchange. Yeah. I like his radio voice. Yeah. I was personally, I think podcast voice is cooler, but yeah, that's just me. Me too. Podcasting is very cool. When I tell people I podcast, they basically faint. Oh, you tell people? (laughs) (laughs) All the time. Uber drivers, uh, cashiers. Hey, let me just say, if you ever enter the state lines of Colorado, you keep your mouth fucking shut, okay? I yell out the window, I podcast! (laughs) I stand out the sunroof, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, you're in LA now. It's it's getting around Tinseltown. Yeah, people love shit like that. They think think you're really cool. (laughs) Uh, Men and women's quarters. Trevor says Chelsea is his uh, number one, but I'm not sure if he's talking about his dog or uh, the person Chelsea. Chelsea is also the name of my dog. I would guess the dog. Yeah, probably the dog. dog. I know my dog's my number one. Yeah, I know. That's buddy. (laughs) <laughs> Chelsea says uh, she felt electricity with Jimmy Juice. Yeah, basically everyone's feeling each other, stuff like that. They chew the gold goblets, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we get a lot of shots of food the next morning, so we know they're being fed. No more lawsuits. Uh, we'll see what the lawsuit is this season. Yeah. They'll probably come out in a few hours. Yes. Uh, Amy, Amy, 27, e-commerce retail specialist, and we meet Johnny. He's an account executive. We find out that they're both uh, weeaboos, Ben. Is that like an anime thing or something? (laughs) Yes, it is uh, people from America that are really into anime, and they forsake American culture for uh, Japanese culture. What a very unique identity. <laughs> but they're both very coy about it. You know, they're like, oh, I'm not really into right. anime. I just watched all of Naruto. Right. I'm not really into anime. Oh, they're so modest. Yes. So bashful. Yes. 
like, I like how she's like, I've never left the country. I've just been to like 30 countries with my parents. I've never yeah. left the country just with my parents, so it doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> so basically the same as you. Yeah. Johnny's from Jersey. Hell yeah. Not from North you know, Do you know him? Oh yeah. We all we all know each other. Yeah, <laughs> We're all family. We all well we all call each other cousin. You're all sons of you're all sons of the boss, right? Yes. <laughs> Brothers and sisters of the boss. All of her last names are Springsteen in one way or another. <laughs> oh, what uh, was the thing about her saying that her dad would <laughs> beg people at church to go to her birthday party? Yeah, this would be a red flag for me. I'd be like, wow, sounds like you're a loser. Yeah, you can't even get your church loser. friends to go. That's loser. pretty bad. Loser. I'd be like, I'm not marrying somebody who couldn't get people to come to their birth. Your dad had to beg you. It's like, how annoying. Especially from you? church friends. Like, they, they couldn't even get the church friends to go. Yeah, right? I know. Like, nobody felt that it was like their duty to be kind to thy neighbor or whatever. Yeah. yeah. God. Oof. Oof. I'd be like, man, like, are we going to have to beg people to come to the wedding? Like, how off putting are you? I think it's a red flag. Red flag. But uh, they, they seem to appear to connect. <laughs> Very blandly. Um, Did you catch too that she said her brother? She's very tight with her brother, but she says her brother is her quote unquote person. <laughs> I I don't think I've ever used. I don't think I've ever heard that used in that context before. Well, <laughs> this is my person. Well, she <laughs> created her brother by wishing upon a human star, and then her mom became instantly pregnant. Okay, Ben. That's beautiful. That night, her mom instantly became pregnant. Yeah. It was an immaculate conception based on a shooting star. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy stuff going on here. Her little wish. Yes. Turned into a life. Yes. Wow. Clay and AD. Um, big flirting. And what we get here. Uh, is uh, the biggest part of this is Ben? We get one of our favorite things here on Reality Alert is the flirting gets so hot that we get <laughs> a squeal. She squeals. Are you excited? Are I'm you ready for it? Banana. What do you think about that? That's good. It's a good do you squeal. Want to, do you want to rank it with the other squeal? It's a classic North Carolina squeal. Yeah. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Let's go through the other squeals in reality alert history. Okay. We have Xanthi. Xanthi wins. Yeah, it's clearly the best one from the circle. <laughs> How? <laughs> now, wait, there's, there's a whole That's a whole right. <laughs> I will never get over the fact that a human made that noise. <laughs> Let's go next. We have Irina. <laughs> That's like a smoke alarm. We have Tiffany. That's another really good one. That is crazy. Yeah, that's like a flat line. <laughs> we have Johnny. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is something else. Uh, we have one from Bliss that's really good. I got to find. Hold on. (laughs) 
Which isn't technically a squeal, but it's close there. And then we have AD. What? <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's up there. I mean, it's, it's not it's not up there with the best, but we can't discount it. We'll get more squeals. Sh- shout out to Clay for us. Uh, this seems like it. a squealing bunch. Yeah, it's really... <laughs> 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 this is very hot. AD says in confessional she thinks Clay is a ladies' man, but she's still so curious. I mean, we are too. We get it. Oh yeah, yeah. He's curious too about what you look like. He doesn't really care about anything else. He's very curious about that. He's a very curious guy. Uh, AD uh, then chats with Matthew. She says she she compares Matthew to pistachio and a butterfly uh, in a cocoon. Yes, yes. So it, yeah. You're just a little nut that comes out of the cocoon. Yeah. You fly away and then you get eaten by somebody. (laughs) She feels very protective of him. They talk about music boring. Uh, He says he dances. Matthew said he likes instrumental music. Oh, that was, and he's like, like copyright free only, right? Yeah. (laughs) That's that's kind. (laughs) I like the Love is Blind Orchestra. Um, I like the the YouTube royalty free music library. You really think Matthew gets in a lot of dance-offs? No, I don't believe anything he he does at all. He He does dance-offs. Pickup artist. He read the pickup artist. Who is this guy? You know, he read. I hope they serve beer in hell. He read like those books. You know, right, right. Yeah. How to win? How to win friends and whatever that one. (laughs) He read like the Carnegie book. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he's he's read all these. Influence people, right? That's what it was. <laughs> AD says she has an irrational fear that birds will tear her brain out. My wife had this phobia. Really? Yeah, legitimately. She she used to, well, not that specific, but she was afraid of swooping birds. Would she walk that, around with a helmet on? No, <laughs> it wasn't like that. <laughs> I mean, like if I was afraid of birds poking out my brain, I would just wear a helmet. I mean, we lived in New York for a while. Pigeons don't really fly; they're just on the ground. Yeah, that's you know? true. But it all—it all came to it. She's cured now. It all oh, came, good. It came I'm to really glad. one day when we we went to uh, the Channel Islands, and uh, it was—we didn't realize it was mating season for uh, like all these birds, and they were uh, attacking us. <laughs> We were there. Did they poke your brain out? They didn't poke our brain out. Good. But it was it was wild. It was crazy. When I go to the Channel Islands during mating season, I'm going to wear a helmet. You should. Thank you. You should. It, uh, I think AD should be less afraid of birds and be more afraid of Matthew. Yes. He's manipulative. He's pecking at her brain in a manipulative yes, way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, women, uh, we get a shot of Love is Wine from Cupcake Vineyards. Isn't that exciting, Ben? So wow. Do you love how on Instagram they teased like like a bunch of people returning to the pods? I mean, it seemed like it was going to be an offshoot show with like Mike uh, and Marshall and Bartiz and stuff. And then it just turned out being like an advertisement for the wine because I loved that. Anyway, Jessica, once again, she is feeling Jimmy Juice. He's just like corn, Ben. I'm over it. (laughs) You know what, Max? It's starting to get corny, okay? (laughs) 
he blows his nose really loudly. So that's his number one character trait that we've discovered. We find yes. something about him. Yes, blow yes. king. Yes. Right. So this we scene, blow king, blow king. Now we got a good name for him. <laughs> we stand. We stand a blow king. So they, they also did we talk they they ate spicy sauce. Oh my god, it was so we gotta spicy. talk about that. The but production proved that they're serving them food again. It was so spicy. But do you know why it was spicy? It was probably Carolina Reaper sauce, dude. Because oh, they're in North Carolina. And that's how you know they're not from North Carolina because they <laughs> yeah. do not eat the Reaper sauce. They're both not even from there. That's right. They start feeding that stuff to babies. When yeah. They're, <laughs> when they're like a week old. When I lived in North Carolina, uh, it, we didn't even have water. We said Reaper sauce. Yeah. Reaper you sauce. Drink that from the fountain. Yeah. yeah, dude. So this is the big scene with Jessica and Jimmy. So I like how before she reveals her secret, which isn't a secret, she's very sly about this. She walks in and she goes, my husband... Oh, God, I didn't mean to say that out loud. Oh, I didn't mean to. (laughs) Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've I've seen some bad acting before, you know, but this takes the cake. My goodness. Ooh. Uh, She's like, you're such a good person, uh, Blow King. I love you, Blow King. And then she said, I've had a hard time keeping something from you that I haven't revealed to you yet. And he goes, it sounds like a secret. She's like, it's not a secret. It's just something I've hid from you. But just wait. (laughs) And she reveals that she has a daughter named Autumn, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I get it. This isn't a deal breaker. Not a big deal at all. I don't care. It was all good until she said that it was because she named it after the woman from 500 Days of Summer. Yeah, and he's then that's when he started getting weird. He was yeah, like, he's like, that film is rather d- derivative and trite. That's a, a problem <laughs> for me. I, I, I like real uh, cinema. That is criterion. Thank you. Uh, he asks about her about the father. And uh, she explains that, like, the father is co-parenting and stuff like that. And the father is still in the picture. And he's like, father's still in the picture. This is when I'm out. This is the... That's what he doesn't like, maybe. I don't know, but... Not the 10-year-old child. No, he seems fine with the 10-year-old child. (laughs) But at some point, I think that he doesn't like it. He's very nice in this, but in the next scene, we can tell that he's not okay with this whole situation. Yeah. yeah. He's like, this is totally fine. I'm not upset. He's like, oh, yeah, I have other options. I don't have to go with the lady who has a kid. Yeah, the kid. That's, what, he, the, that's the, what he's thinking. The father in the picture. And the father in the picture. Something bothered him, even though you said it doesn't. Yeah. But, I mean, I get it. It's very shocking. He probably, he, maybe he just doesn't understand the scenario. Maybe he thinks that they're going to all live in the same house together or something. No, I mean, it's a very shocking thing to be put on you and you're like getting towards marriage and you're like, oh, I was building trust with you. And then you kind of threw this on me. I mean, I get why she didn't. It's not like I get it. I don't think she was being like, yeah, yeah, deceptive necessarily. But I also get from his side being like, come on, like, Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 
Uh, but in confessional, all of a sudden Jimmy's like, I'm really connecting with Chelsea too. And we're like, huh? Dog girl. Yeah. Well, ever since the, ever since, uh, Jessica revealed she had a kid, he's realized that his yeah, connection he's with like, Chelsea is oh, stronger than ever. With the dog girl too. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, we see Chelsea and she reveals to him that she got married at 18 to her high school sweetheart for five years. And he's like, oh, this doesn't scare me. Uh, I heard other news today that scared me a bit more. And he just is like, oh, I apologize for bringing up other people. And then she starts crying and it's like, oh, it's hard to tell you that. And then she's like, it's not, it's. Like, you're not going to like everyone. That's okay. And he's like, no, they see that's the exact opposite of what I'm trying to tell you. And then she just keeps crying and walks out the door. He, to me, I I think he fucked this up. No, he did because he kept talking about like changing the subject as well within that thing. Well, and he's talking about other women. And yeah, no, he knows he fucked it up. He just, he, this man cannot handle two surprises in one day. Let's just say that he he can't handle it. No, yeah, I mean he 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 did try to fix it though. He's like he's like, oh, I should not have brought up other people. I'm sorry. And then he says he wants to change the subject, and I think he's just saying I don't want to talk other about other people. I know I did the wrong thing. Yeah, and I think she thinks what he's saying is I don't want to talk about you being married before. Uh huh. Uh huh. And he, what he's trying to say is, I don't care about that. And he feels bad about bringing up somebody else. And it's like a miscommunication because he literally That's the says, way the edit looked. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because he's literally saying like, no, I'm trying to tell you the opposite. Like, I don't care. But he was acting weird. He was acting awkward. And you could see. No, he was. He was. Said, after what she said, she would attribute that to part of their conversation. Yeah. Yeah. No, he definitely was acting weird. I do kind of get it, though. Those are two surprises, it, especially if they happen back to back. I'd be like, oh, no, what's next? Yeah, he did not have the juice today. No. Have it. Don't have it. Don't play it. My hands are in my pockets. Good. I, I, I have to edit one that says it, it, he, it doesn't have the juice. It doesn't have the juice. This is still, you know relying on the uh the idea that most people even remember this everybody remembers that, that was from a year ago at least <laughs> at least he, he's ago. the blow king now okay we, we have to play the bl- yeah. blow the blow the king down song or something uh chelsea uh yeah yep yeah, no i felt bad for her yep he 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 just he he totally bungles this one up yeah, we have Trevor here. Uh, yeah, to play uh, this really boring game, right, Ben? Yeah, I love icebreaker games in the pods. They're so fun. Dude, this really spiced it up, hearing them talk about the relationships and how they didn't really love people and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Chelsea uh, also does her bad acting in this one, too. She tries to reveal that she's been married before in a different way because it didn't go well with... Uh, with blow King Jimmy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All it's interesting. Everyone who's got a secret is kind of going about things a, an odd way instead of just being direct. She does a mini gaslight here, Ben a little bit. Yeah. She goes, no, I thought I did. I told you, no, I told you, I told you that, right. I'm pretty sure uh, I did. 
Oh, I thought I told you. He's like, I definitely didn't. Oh, are you sure? She should have done a full-blown gaslight. She should have been like, I can't believe believe you didn't remember me telling you that. Yeah, she should have cried and made him feel bad. That would have been awesome. Yep. Uh, He's not phased by it, and she's like, oh, this is a much better reaction than what I got. And he's like, that's preposterous. And then he says, I'm ready to be married, and she's happy. So maybe they're going down the aisle. Wow. Could be. Yeah. He's like, I just wish I could pet you right now. I wish I could scratch behind your ears. This is good because if he says the wrong name at the altar and says his dog's name by mistake, it'll be okay. She won't know. That's true. Yep. (laughs) That's great. The dog will be there, I'm sure. Yeah, but... Ring bearer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, So Johnny writes Amy this song. Uh, are you ready for it? Yeah, let's do it. Banana. Oh, God. Her name is Amy. And she's really cool. Banana. And all the guys see her. They say Andrew. Banana. And she's really cool. And she sees the other guys. They all drool. She's a, a bad mama seat. I really want to meet her. I really want to see her. After this part time. Uh, uh, um. What was the next verse? <laughs> uh, oh, 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 stage right. Oh, my God. Just like the boss. Yep, this sounded just like the boss. Sounds very, very much like a Bruce Springsteen song. Um, so it's Valentine's Day, Ben. Happy Valentine's Day for me to you. Happy Valentine's. So your wife's name is Amy. Will you be singing her this song exactly for Valentine's Day? I'm, I'm going to memorize it. Yeah. yeah. For word. That's <laughs> the only way. Uh, Amy from the show gave this song a nine. What would you give it? Ooh, I would give it a 10. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's perfect. Flawless execution, rhyming, yeah. rhymes, the verse. I, I have a feeling the Love is Blind Orchestra is going to be inviting Johnny on stage. <laughs> I like how you had to look up his name. You forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot his name. Ah. <laughs> He's not memorable. It's okay. I've just been calling him the boss. These guys are so boring. (laughs) (laughs) Don't reveal the behind the scenes, man. (laughs) No, it's it's truth. There's truth, Ben. That's how boring this shit is. These guys are boring. Matthew's the only one serving for the men. I remember his name. Yeah. No. Uh, You ever call your chest hair taco meat? all the time especially when i'm eating taco bell and it's fallen onto my well chest. that makes sense i was like taco yeah. meat is he talking about having like chest fat like what is like cellulite in your chest i was like what is taco no for meat? me it's like when i'm eating sloppily while laying yes. down in bed and then the taco meat falls down onto my chest yeah that's taco that's meat. what it is yeah I, I don't look at chest hair and think oh taco meat the chest no. isn't a taco. It's kind of flat unless your chest is very is one of those concave chests. He could have a concave. Yeah, we're gonna have to look at whoever that guy is. That'd be more of like a like a Taco Bell bowl, though. Rather, yeah, than... we need to get him on the podcast and harass him about this. We need to really get into the <laughs> into, into this. Uh, we learned from uh, AD that people are being very coy. Her and Amber are not revealing who they're talking to. Ooh. Which, 
Uh, Clay and AD have date night. Clay talks about how big his ego is and how <laughs> how suave. I guess self aware, right? I yeah. Know. Well, well, that's part of his manipulate like his attempt oh, i totally i yeah totally i also like how he does he's not suave he's suave like rico suave like like yeah, he's not yeah. suave he's suave right. suave and is cool he's a, i have a big ego and i'm suave but it's a security blanket and i never get the woman that i want it's like such a setup yeah. he's like oh i i'm so self-aware but you are what i really want you're yeah. different. I never get what I truly want, which is you. Yeah. You're special. You're different than everybody else. I never right. get girls like you. But preferably she'd be petite with big lips. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering when this was going to happen, but I didn't expect it to happen this scene. No. What do you think he's what do you think he's picturing in his mind? Four, four feet tall and four like, feet tall four feet tall and then like it's like fish lips right fish lips bbl like big mouth bass double f boobs yeah bbl uh yeah he starts little, asking, little waist. he starts asking questions like if you were a fish <laughs> would i be catching you in a creek <laughs> or would I be catching you in the Pacific Ocean? <laughs> right? That's like what Shake did, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Gotta know how big those lips are. If you were um, e eating a popsicle, <laughs> would it be a, 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 you know, like a small fat-free popsicle? Or would it be like the Spider-Man popsicle that you get from the truck that's like really circle shaped? I didn't think about that. Lips is a really funny one. Lips are pretty. Uh, it's like oh, I'm I'm thin lipped. <laughs> yeah, I have medium. She was the love of my life, dude. Like we had everything in common. She just had like really normal lips yeah they, they weren't like thin it. they weren't juicy they were medium-sized and i need plump lips yeah uh he he says uh i like petite i like lips butts and all that stuff <laughs> like, he says i know i sound shallow but i'm gonna propose that i need to know your specs didn't say specs, but it's basically what he's yeah. saying. Like, yo, give me a rundown. Give me your sizes. Lips, lips butts, and all that stuff would be a great yeah. for, for a gentleman's club. He right? did say butts <laughs> and all that stuff. That was a direct quote. <laughs> <laughs> she let him off way too easy. I'd be like, fuck you, man. This is... She's like, I'm not angry. I'd be like, I'm not angry, but you're you gotta you, you gotta admit AD really holds her composure here with both Clay and then later Amber, you know, where she's just like, Okay, I'm absorbing this information. I'm not gonna throw it back at you just yet. I'm gonna process this. Yeah. <laughs> but you know she's thinking, these people could Yeah, these motherfuckers. <laughs> So we get to Matthew in AD, and he's like, I know you're dating other guys, and I'm a little jealous, but I'm not surprised because you're so amazing. 
And I think about you all the time and I've never had a deep connection before. You're so unique and special to me. You're the only girl I'm talking to. Hmm. He loves her, dude. He lo- this is love. He's head He's- over heels. He says there's two outcomes in this experiment, with her or not. That's beautiful. Yeah. Which book? I want to know which book. Did <laughs> yeah, <you>? which book? <laughs> uh, Cheryl Sandberg, Lean In. That was that one. Uh, Matthew says, what's my greatest accomplishment? Finding you. <gasps> AD says, it's getting hot in here. Which I was like, okay. Heard that one before. He's hot as F. Sorry. Uh, it's hot in here. <laughs> it's like, oh, I thought you were going to play the Nancy one. <laughs> Dude, there's so many people talking about things being hot in this show. Yeah. <laughs> well, produ- production doesn't provide air conditioning. So that's true. That's reason. Dude, we're up yeah. to 724 sound bites. It's getting a little crazy over here. <laughs> Needs a parent. Needs to go down a little bit. That's all. I know. Weird. Yeah. Uh, um. So Matthew asks what she thinks about proposing, and she says that she thinks it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> Just in general, it's a more of a it's rhetorical. Cute. Thing. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> I was cracking up. I think it's like it's all me, and then she says, "Yes, it's cute." <laughs> oh, so adorbs. This is so cute. <laughs> uh, he says he takes it seriously. He says, "What does your dad think about this?" She says that he's dead. He says, well, I'm sorry, but I asked, I'm sorry I asked, but I don't think I can propose without asking permission. And he then goes, well, I guess that roadblock isn't there. Okay, this bothers me for so... Because he could just do a seance, right? Yeah, all the seance is part of it. (laughs) That's what you were thinking, right? Well, that's part of it. One, you know, on this podcast, we think you shouldn't have to ask for permission. It's silly. Unless the father is dead, then we think you should have to. Yeah, you should use the seance. Yeah. Uh, the other aspect of it is that, okay, so you think it's important to ask for permission, right? So yeah. the dad is in the picture. She didn't even have a relationship with the dad. So what if she has a relationship with her mom? But you yeah. think in your head that the only person that you would need permission from is her father. This right. that is inc- feels incredibly sexist to me. Well, the father draws up the contract. Oh, yes. yes, um, yes. And the father is the one who exchanges the goats. Yeah. The, the father uh, he owns gets, her. The father he gets owns the, the goats. And, and, he, and then, yes. And then Matt gets the bride. This is how it works. Well, the father owns the key to the chastity belt, too. Right. It used to be right. locked. Yeah. 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 Mm hmm. So, but since the roadblock isn't there, there's no worry about anything. So he can propose. So they don't have to run away from the show. Right. They just need yeah. to dig up the key. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have to call the locksmith. It's, it's, well, yeah, they got to dig and then the, 
they gotta open the coffin and then they gotta get the key. Oh, because the dad has it because he's dead. Okay, great. Uh, she says, how important is race and ethnicity to you when you're thinking about your wife? He's like, not important. Why? And she's like, uh, no reason. No, no reason. <laughs> he has no idea why. No reason, because I want to make sure you're not racist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this gets mentioned a couple times. Like later, she's like, uh, he's white. I've never dated a white guy, but it's okay. Um, I hope that this isn't all foreshadowing something. Ah, uh, I was worried about that. Yeah. Just it, I it mean, keeps... it just feels like if they're putting it in there, maybe it is. With Lauren and Cameron, it came up, but it came up, I felt like later. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? And well, it was... yeah, with the parent it was with the parents. It was with Lauren's dad specifically. It was with yeah. Lauren's dad, and it they made like lightheartedness about it, like with the rapping and yes. stuff. Yes. But with this, it's coming up early, and I just yeah. hope that like it's not. Yep. But like, yeah, I don't know. It just it just seems like this could be foreshadowing something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um but yeah, he basically tells her he's ready to propose. And I, honestly, I kept uh, I kept waiting for it. Dear friend, I'm in love with you. I'm hypnotized. Wow. Wow. I was like crying and stuff. Regina Spector's doing Love is Blind Orchestra <laughs> now. Ben, that's a real artist. <laughs> that's a deep cut. Ben. <laughs> Ben! Tell me you're proud of me. This is a monumental day. Ben, like a real music joke. It's crazy. I got a few. Saving them for for rainy days. That wasn't Weird Al. I know. Uh, he also basically asks uh, her not to tell anyone. He's like, you're not going to tell anyone about this, right? Because if you do, I'm going to lock you in my fortress of solitude, okay? So don't do it. That, that's sketchy. That was a red flag right there. You're not going to tell anyone, are you? Yeah. Hey, but don't don't tell I've him. I've already that he... told literally every other woman here the same thing. Don't tell him that he's sketchy, okay? I'm not sketchy as fuck. Okay, he's not. <laughs> Um, he says there's nothing they can't conquer after this. Nothing. Except his web of lies and deceit. So as a couple, they might be able to conquer that. You never know. It's true. So we get to the women's quarters. We see the shot of AD's journal. And Amber tells AD she had a good date. She says, Matthew talked about asking her dad. And if he can't do that, we can leave. But Amber is like, I'm fine with that. I'll leave too. And AD is just kind of like smiling about it. But Amber is like, what the fuck? Like, I need action. And AD is like, what's going on? And is just being coy. You know, the whole thing is pretty wild. It's pretty weird. I I could I liked your fun theory at the beginning that she looked through her. I really journal. think it could go either way. It I really like I like that a lot. I didn't think about it. I think it's also just as likely that this guy is a dirty dog. No, dude, that is always a possibility. Always. Dog. Dog. Get the fuck over here. Dog. 
should be with chelsea since they're both dogs that is so true they would be the perfect match this they would i have to say i think that song was like uh was was about ad saying how many times does it take till i learn smoke to the ash and you're gonna get burned why doesn't she just use roach clips you know then you're not gonna get burned yes. with the ash then everything's gonna work out better yeah no if you just adapt you're if not she get was from Asheville, she would know. <laughs> That's true. She'd have all that Carolina <laughs> joke. But she's not from North Carolina. She's from Boston because the show is bullshit. God damn it. I got all these Carolina jokes in my pocket. And it, not a single one of them's from there. Not a single I one. They, I they probably they, don't even know who Mr. Beast is. <laughs> I bet they have peepholes in the pods. I bet this whole show is a racket. Wow. Wow. I don't like that. When are they going to have a twist on the show? When are we going to get a twist? What you know, kind like of the twist? format. I don't know. The producer should come up with it. Like a twist. I don't know what they would do. Mm-hmm. It's season six. You got to do something. Get Muggsy Bogues. In yeah. The pod. Yes. When are we going to get Celebrity Love is Blind? <laughs> I'd be great. I'd love yeah. that. <laughs> We need Tiffany Pollard uh, in the show. We need uh, Johnny Bananas. Yes, you know, hosted some... by Steve Harvey. I yeah, think. we need some housewives, some YouTubers, <laughs> some TikTokers. Get Addison what if Ray the twist there. was that they're all married? And that married. would be good. And they're all cheating on on. And they all have. They're all recent cheaters. Yes. Yeah. And they all and they all have secret children. Yeah, that aren't secrets. You know, eventually that's gonna ha- eventually not that everyone will. Eventually, someone's gonna be on this show who's married. You better believe that casting has. Has that happened already? That someone was like technically still married. Did that happen already? There was weird shit going on with Mark in season one of seeing different people on and off. Oh yeah, I just wonder if there's anybody who's like. Divorced. But there's never been anyone who's like still legally married. Are we well, sure there wasn't sure. anyone whose divorce wasn't finalized yet? <laughs> I don't think no, so. No, probably not. Probably not. But I feel like that but happens. It's going to happen. It, it happens on reality TV all the time. It's gonna so it's happen. definitely going to happen. And it should. They need I'm to. I'm just make it waiting happen. for it. Yep. Yes. Well, Ben, this has been a fun time. It is great to be back here on Reality Alert. Love it. Join us tomorrow. Uh, that will be February 15th. Uh, we will hopefully be live for that episode on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and now Instagram live. Pretty exciting stuff. Um, yes, we are recapping at least episodes two and three. Yes. And please do join us at patreon.com slash reality alert it's only five dollars folks you get all sorts of recaps uh from f boy island to love is blind season one uh and then of course we are currently doing our love center which is all bonus content uh we talk about the social media from the week all sorts of fun stuff so head on over to patreon.com slash reality alert and you support the podcast and keep us going, okay? And we will not be taking any more 
hiatuses. We are back forever. So thank you. And thank you for everyone's support for sticking around. We really appreciate it. And we love you very much and dearly. Okay. Happy Valentine's Day. Bye. It's the place you go when you finish your show. We're your two best friends. Our names are Max and Ben. We're self-proclaimed television experts. It's reality alert. Chelsea is also the name of my dog.